Anytime you want to get started. Yeah, go ahead. Go right ahead then. All right. Well, it's time to cue the music, I guess. <laughs> that sounds that funny. Sounds, that sounds funny. That sounds funny. Hey, this is That Sounds Funny, and this is... Hey. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Excuse <laughs> us. This that is the show... sounded funny. Yeah, well, maybe that, that might not make it on the show. <laughs> 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 anyway, this is uh, Two Blind Brothers telling it the way we see it, and we're joined by our sister. And this is week of January 12th. Jill. 2021. <laughs> Hold your horses. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Episode number 12. Uh, and, okay, now you can say it. <laughs> oh, now you don't want to say it. Well, you paused. I thought I was supposed to say my name there. <laughs> no, that, this, is is now? this is your host. No one wants to talk. Okay, this is your host, Very Keith. Very Man, we're just messing up this opening horrendously. Huh? I guess we should, because, hey, you know, that sounds it's funny. crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, it sounds funny. We're supposed to mess it up. Yeah, well, you know, it's not supposed to be serious. Uh, we open up our show. We like to talk about what's new. Now, hold still. Stop struggling. Oh, I don't know what my, my story was now. Because besides being what's new, it could be a classic family story, what's happening lately, or what you're reading, watching, or doing. Um, and so who wants to begin our weekly story? I have a story of yesteryear. Oh, come on, kids. <laughs> okay. Hey. There you go. We'll start with the oldie stuff first. When I was a little kid, I had a tendency to say uh, a lot of bad words. And no. my parents and my grandma used to <laughs> just love to wash my mouth out with soap. And I must have said an awful lot of them because to this day, I cannot stand the taste of dial soap. Yeah, you're not supposed to eat it these days. And I told my wife that. She said, well, you're not supposed to eat it. And I said, well, let me tell you this story. So, so, so she's been washing her mouth out with soap, you're saying. She brought some dial soap in, she brought some soap in the house, and I could smell it. Oh. You know, being blind, I said, I said the, the, the smell caused a PTSD <laughs> flashback or something. Now. Yeah. You got orange dial soap, don't you? <laughs> yes. You need to get that out of the house. I can, I can taste it. <laughs> you know what I'm but anyway, so my... I would hear some words at school or on the playground, and I might go home and I'd say, and I'd get my mouth washed out with soap. And so I, I, after a while, I learned, you know, my mom would say, what's wrong? I come in from school. What's wrong? What's wrong? Well, I'm getting tired of getting my mouth washed out with soap. So I heard a word at school, and I don't know if it's dirty or not. Well, tell me, what, is, what if I tell you to wash my mouth out with soap? And she said, oh, no, I, I won't. And I was like, well, I heard this word. They said, stuck up. And she said, oh, that's not a dirty word. That's not bad. That just means you're conceited. You're 
somebody's got their nose up in the air and they go, oh, I thought that, that uh, there meant I just farted or something with their nose up in the air. But anyway, so, <laughs> so <laughs> she, uh, I, I told her that word. And so then I came home and I told her that I was reading out loud in class and I was reading this thing and I, I said orgasm instead of orga organism <laughs> and everybody started laughing <laughs> and I started laughing too because I didn't know what an orgasm was you know and she said well that's not a dirty word that's uh just means uh it's great pleasure you know it's just one of those wildly things that happens huh <laughs> and so then uh <laughs> so then I could go and I could come back in and tell her that you know my dad he used to like to use black pepper in my mouth and soap or whatever he had available. But, you know, I, I learned that I could get my dad back for doing all that to me by, I went in the house once and I said, that we can't really say here. <laughs> and she's like, where did you hear all that from? I said, from dad. <laughs> I was hoping that she would wash his mouth. That was soap. But no, she just doesn't work that oh, way. Yeah. You might've watched your house in front of little Terry. Now we know words, learning them words. Yeah. But anyway, that's my soapy story. But then, however, see, my grandma, she, she loved, she had dial soap and she had dove soap. Yeah. And she would never use her dove soap on me because that had moisturizing cream in it. She had to use that yeah. yucky old. Yeah. Moisturizing? Yeah, I, I guess that way the words just glide down easier, huh? <laughs> so that's my story. Oh well. <laughs> so my my recent one it's actually related to you know, reading and watching and doing. I've, I've been reading a book uh, by Elvis Presley. Actually, it's a two volume set. The first volume is like twenty hours of reading time, and the second one is like twenty eight. Wow. So it's between the two, it's like 48 hours of reading time about Elvis Presley. And I just want to say, you know, in case you don't know, he dies in the end. So if you read that oh, book. Oh, no. <laughs> if you read those books, you'll know. Spoiler, Spoiler alert. alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> no, it's really fascinating. He had, had a really fascinating life. The first volume is you know his childhood up until going in the army, and then the second volume is when he came back from the army, his downhill slide with drugs and everything. But that was uh, my. Isn't it amazing how so many famous people get addicted to drugs? Yeah, and you know Johnny Cash was that way, and you know mm -hmm. one thing that Johnny Cash and Elvis had in common is they were both in. Well, I think Johnny Cash was Air Force. But they were both in the military in the 50s in Germany. And they both got hooked on drugs in the military mm -hmm. in Germany because they had jobs that demanded that they, you know, be awake and be on maneuvers or whatnot. And their sergeant would give me little white pills. And they would hook on them. No, so no. Said, oh, another thing uh, <laughs> mm -hmm. I was going to bring up with Elvis is that uh, you remember that movie Kissing Cousins that he did? Yeah. 
I yeah. always thought it was early movies. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because it w- was not one of his best. It, the the, the uh, uh, production was not the best. I thought, well, it must it has to be one of his early movies because uh, of all that. But no, it turns out it was like right in the peak of his movie making career in the 60s. And of course, he played two parts. He played uh, the dark haired, you know, singing cousin and the blonde haired, you know, hillbilly cousin that was kind of resentful. Well, of course, Elvis's real hair color was blonde. It wasn't black. He dyed it black because he looked better in movies. But he, he didn't huh, like I didn't wearing, know that. Yeah, he, he didn't like wearing that blonde wig because they made him wear a wig. But his uh, his agent was uh, yeah Colonel Parker. What Colonel? He, he was a bald guy. He, he loved wearing that wig. <laughs> <laughs> it was just something I thought was kind of funny about his uh, movie career. So he had to wear that wig that he hated, but his his manager loved the wig. <laughs> anyway, do you have something, Joe? <laughs> He's reading the books. Well, uh, Terry wanted me to talk about a book that I had just finished by uh, Clive Cussler. It was called uh, The Oracle. Oracle? And it's pretty good. They, there's a set of books right now. I think it probably shut off again, but what was it? I was reading a book. Oh, The Wrath of Poseidon. It's still on. I just started this one. It's like the 12th book in hmm. the series, The Fargo Adventures. It's the the series. The Wrath of Poseidon, and that's where the, the, the boat like was capsized and it flips back right side up. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm not into it that far yet, so okay. I don't know exactly what it's going to be about, but usually there's a prologue, I was telling Terry, where there's like a boat that sunk hundreds or thousands of years ago. Each book, you know, it starts a little different, and it has a story of the people on the boat, and then these people in today's time are trying to find that shipwreck it's kind of what these stories are about but this one here i think is going to be more to do with archaeology they have they found some i don't know something in the ground and now they got to go back and figure out who's crypt or whatever those kind of stories where they got to figure out who or the treasure that's in the crypt they gotta you know find it so, but I just started it last night, so I don't know exactly where we're going with it yet. So I have no spoiler alerts for that book. Yeah, they don't all die in the end on that one, maybe. I, I don't know. I Probably not if there's going to be an, another book. <laughs> At yeah. least not the main characters. I'll have to let you know next week. I'm sure my, I'll have it done to, by then. Go-to endings for any book or movie that I've not quite yet seen is either they all die in the end or they all live happily ever after. It's got, it's got to be one of those two. Happily ever after, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the, you know, talking about ancient yeah, history. Yeah, I like that, Clive Kessler books. They're usually pretty good. Yeah, I, I don't read a lot of them, but I have read a few. And they are. He does a good job at, uh, you know, bringing to life the... Uh, reading and you can't put them down. Yeah. But I was going to say, yeah. talking about ancient history... Uh, I know both of you know, uh, recently we discovered we have on Facebook a family, Helsley family Facebook group. And yeah, I, don't know I if thought you, you started that, but you didn't. No, I got it from our cousin, uh, Valerie, 
And then I thought, I, I no. looked through the list of people who are members, and I, I didn't see a bunch of names that ought to be there. I think maybe Steve might be on it, our brother. I think it's Hide Daddy's yeah. Hideout. Insert commercial here, not a sponsor. <laughs> Hello? Hey, this is Blind Daddy. I have the best kept secret hidden out at 103 Republican Street, Keysport, Illinois. Blind Daddy's Hideout's a restaurant, bar, and motel. Bring your friends and family from 8 a.m. to 9 p.m., Friday through Monday. Ice cold beer, on draft, homemade food, homemade desserts, and hand scooped ice cream. It's all good all the time. At Blind Daddy's, play slots or try a hand at video poker and win big with Excel Entertainment, Illinois' leading terminal operator. Take a spin with us and have your pick of the hottest games and enjoy the latest upgrades. Gaming as easy as 3-2 win. Powered by Excel Entertainment. Game on. Remember, it's all good all the time at Blind Daddy's Hideout at 103 Republican Street, Keysport, Illinois. I, I, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the show. Uh, but no, I, 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 so I went through and added a bunch of people off of my Facebook list. And uh, yeah. I, I, I only wanted to mention this because there was a post from a family member named Fred. And he says that he had a DNA test done. Did you guys see his post? Uh -uh. His DNA no, test. No, I did not see that one. For one thing, he says every everyone named Heltsley that he knows of all descended from the same Heltsley ancestor, Jacob Heltsley, back in 1739 or some such of a thing. Yeah. Every Heltsley, and if your if your name is oh. Heltsley, you're related to that guy. If you live here in this country, you may not be like, you know, kissing yeah. cousins to us or whatever. You may be distant. I guess that would make you kiss, kissing cousins, but <laughs> let's not go there. <laughs> um, but no, everyone descended from this one guy and he came from Switzerland. Not only that, that because of DNA tests, they can track where the family like originated and migrated to. And he says that originally the family huh. came from you know northern Europe. Then there was an ice age, and we all moved to northern Italy until the ice age uh, went away, and then we all moved back and settled into Switzerland, and then descended from there. In the process, there's a, a particular Celtic chieftain. I don't know the name, but related to. And you know the ice man that they found in the Swiss Alps? Uh -huh. He's a close relative. Grandpa! Yeah. Well, probably not grandpa, <laughs> but, but great uncle. <laughs> or, 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 or awesome cuz. He's an awesome cousin. A close relative. I don't know how close close would be. Uh, if he was frozen in the Alps, certainly not a direct descendant, unless he had kids before he got frozen. So I thought that was interesting. Right. I don't know how they determined that, huh. but that was pretty interesting. Yeah. So I'm kind of glad we found that group. And if, you, if you are a relative and you want to know more about it, uh, yeah, you can send me an email and I'll try to share the link with you or just look up, what's it called? Helpsley Family 
just go into the groups like mm -hmm. I did and type in Helpsley and you'll find it. Yeah. It says that they started that web group, that Facebook group in 2007. Wow, it's been around that long, huh? Right. That's when they started that group. Wow. Maybe that's when Facebook. I, started, I was I looking know. at some of the some of the posts was back as far as 2009. Yeah, was the oldest one I've seen, so I wasn't sure when they started it. Well, it, it's got to. But this it. girl Valerie is Uncle Harry's granddaughter. No, she's Uncle. She's uh, Jack's Uncle Jack's daughter, Valerie. Unless there's another oh, Valerie, then very well could be. Uh, um, uh, remember Uncle Harry and Aunt Mary? They had the two boys. Well, she it wasn't her kids. It was Kenny and Kelly. Yeah, one of them's had, in Mexico, and I thought the other one died, but I don't know why. What he, he died committed from. suicide back. I in thought the, it was his daughter. Yeah. Oh. Uh, it it could be. Hmm. I don't know that branch of the family that so well. But I know the person no, that invited me was our, was our cousin. He sent me an invite. It's like, oh, sure, I'll invite. And I, like I said, I looked at the list. I was like, I don't see any of you guys on it. <laughs> anyway, we've uh, really had a lot to talk about in that segment. So let's move on okay. to news. Yeah, I got some news. I, you know, I don't have any animal stories. This week. <laughs> I got some. <laughs> First off, I have, <laughs> I have on January 8th, an Indian man. Oh, can't say Indian because that's not politically oh, correct. Indian well, man? It depends. Are they I from guess, the Middle East Indians or are they from North I guess we, we, so we should call him a redskin. Nope, can't do that. That's politically incorrect. Oh. We should call him that football team. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> no, uh, an Indonesian man. Oh, okay, there we go. Who from India, <laughs> uh, not Sri Lanka, but India. He is a retired weightlifter, breaks a world record doing the most push-ups in 60 seconds. Hmm. He was able to do uh, four 85-finger push-ups. Or wait, I'm just let me turn my notes over. He did both hands, both feet. Four finger. <laughs> 85 four finger push ups. There we go. Using four fingers. I, that that means four and four. He used yeah. two fingers on each hand yeah. and did 85 push ups. I can't even do 85 push ups using all 20 of my fingers. You know. no. well, 10 or 12. How many are He had broke his arm weightlifting. And decided in his recovery process, he would just use a little bit of weight, his body weight, to do push-ups. And so he used two fingers. I don't know if it was his pinky, huh. his his pinky and his thumb. Yeah, his, his pinky and his ring finger <laughs> on each hand. That's it. That's the weakest. <laughs> the weakest link. Wow, he used that's... the tall man and the thumb. Wow, that's crazy. Man, that's oh. yeah. That's... Wow. That's not a lot to those world record stories, but like I said, I don't have any animal stories. Sort of. This is about fishermen. Fishermen. Two fishermen rescue a naked fugitive from an Australia tree. Uh oh. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, now, as you might imagine, one fisherman 
said that he uh, had found a naked man who explained he had been lost for four days. He survived by eating snails and used his clothes for bits and pieces along the way. Whatever that means. <laughs> In fact, the fisherman says it didn't make sense to us. <laughs> uh, he had a nest made up in this tree, uh, only laying about 39 inches above the water, and there were crocodiles in the water. So he did very well to survive. Oh, my. <laughs> so I guess it's sort of kind yeah. of an animal story, but no animals directly. Just some crazy naked Those fishermen man. Said, and when they I saw today. <laughs> they, they, they at first didn't want to bring him in their boat when they saw how, you know, bit up by you know, insects and cuts and dehydrated he was. They felt sorry for him and took him on their boat and rescued him. He was in the tree how many days? What? He was in there how many days? Four, he said. Four. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what that means, using his clothes bits. And by the way, I guess maybe he was wiping himself with them. I don't know. <laughs> I got to take it up. I got to wipe myself. You know, you're in, you're in, the, uh, in a tree. There's obviously some going to be some leaves around. You know, I want to do that. Oh, that, right? that, that's the story. They found a naked man in a tree. I guess it was flooding and who knows what. It's Australia. So what you got? Anything, Jill? Uh, no, I have no stories, but that was crazy. Yeah. So back to you, Terry. Nope. I'm just listening today. Yeah. Back to Terry. In Washington, uh, what say? Washington Park, New Jersey. Police were called to a McDonald's restaurant because there were chickens running amok in the parking lot. <laughs> running amok. <laughs> they, were, <laughs> they were, there was a, when the police showed bark, up, there was bark. a couple chickens in the parking lot in the front that was attacking customers <laughs> and, and pecking at people's valve stems on their cars. Yeah. And, and causing their other tires, huh? <laughs> they called animal uh, animal oh, protective people to come and rescue them or capture them. Um, but it was just a diversion because the rest of the flock was behind the McDonald's with their Chicken Lives Matter signs protesting. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> it was probably a peaceful protest or something. <laughs> they, were, they were riding McDonald's. <laughs> they were riding, don't eat our nuggets. Don't eat our nuggets. Them chicken little chicken hoodlums. <laughs> That's in New Jersey. Yeah, the chicken Then they took them to, they took them to the local shelter that was called Good Sense Shelter. <laughs> good sense. Good sense to take them there, I guess. Uh. But uh, no chickens were hurt or made into nuggets. During the story, during during their peaceful, <laughs> mostly peaceful protest. <laughs> hey, that reminds me of that joke. Look, I there's someone with, a, with some nuggets in their bag. Get them. <laughs> that reminds me of that joke I put out there the other day. How do you get chickens to dance at a wedding? How's that? Play the Y N C A song. Y N C A. Ah! <laughs> 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 All right. 
here's another one that's almost an animal story. A Massachusetts lawmaker wants to name an official state dinosaur. Yep, a dinosaur. Just because they <laughs> the are state, ruling the world. <laughs> the state representative tweeted that he plans on bringing the legislation uh, as an effort for kids to learn about the legislative process. A Podicophosaurus Heliacansis, which means swift-footed lizard of Holyoke is what the Latin apparently means. It was first discovered near Mount Holyoke in 1910. Uh, the first, by the first woman uh, archaeology person uh, to discover the dinosaurs in the area. It was about three to six feet long. Um, it weighed about 90 pounds and was estimated to run nine to 12 miles an hour. So about as fast as a human could run. So that's what I have on this. But it doesn't uh, sound like a very big dinosaur. No, it's you know, not. Uh, and when it, what was it, six to nine feet? Oh, three to six feet. Uh -huh. So it's about the size of, of a human, you know, three to six feet. I wonder if that includes That's a one tail. of the smaller dinosaurs. Yeah, if it includes a tail, I mean, the body might have been three and the tail three. It only, it, it only ran, you know, six to 12 miles an hour. Heck, that's about as fast as a human typically can run. So it's kind of kind of small. Not this small. human. <laughs> Not me. If I had to run for my life, I would make it. I, I could probably run 12 miles an hour <laughs> nope. for, for about 10 steps. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. it's, uh, I hope there was a lot of them because they would have been easy dinosaur food. I tell you what, I could do my two thousand steps and follow yeah. the dead. <laughs> but it sounds kind of crazy having a state <laughs> dinosaur. But it, hey, he's doing it, I guess, more to help kids be interested in how legislation is passed. So like, it's just kind of cool, a different way to approach it. Yeah. I've been getting more exercise. Yes, this every state day. needs a state dinosaur. Yeah. What would I Illinois know. be? 60, 69 feet long. Stupid Governorosaurus Rex. <laughs> yeah. J Jailbird Rex, Governor. <laughs> this is what Illinois seems like. Illinois. Anyway, what you got? Some more for us there, Terry? Say. Another, I, I saw the headline. I go, well, I don't know. It's another cat story. I was like, but I was like, a ringtailed cat. It's a, a ringtailed cat was in somebody uh, in a boiler room of somebody's house. And I'm like, people still have boiler rooms. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, okay, well, let's. Uh, I'll read this story. So in Jefferson County in Colorado. Uh, the police and animal control were called because there was a ringtailed cat that got into some resident's house, got into the rafters, took up residence in the rafters in their house, in the boiler room. Mm -hmm. 
And I'm like, oh, boy, I love him. Okay. I know that, you know, my dad was a janitor at the school and they had a boiler room. So I assume, you know, of course, uh, that's going to be nice and hot in there. And, you know, cats like it hot. Um, and so, uh, <laughs> but the cat was okay. a wild animal, not a pussy cat, but a wild animal. It's a nocturnal animal related to you know, cousins of kissing cousins of raccoons. Hmm. You know, nocturnal creatures. People don't usually see them at nighttime, but that was a ring-tailed cat that was in there in their boiler room. And I guess it wasn't causing a ruckus, but still, they didn't want it there. <laughs> so yeah. anyway, they they got it out and uh, no, get it out. <laughs> they caught it, got it out of the house, set it free. Maybe they spray painted their tail. Oh wait, that was on another story show. They, they, they spray painted <laughs> ring-tailed mice. So here, go chase the mice. <laughs> That's another story on another podcast. Yeah. Spray painted their tail so they they could see if that dang cat got back in their house. Or no, those were squirrels. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so well, I just thought it was funny because I was thinking that it was a cat. You know, like. You know, there was either, there's either going to, if it was a cat, you know, then you'd have a nice hot pussy cat. Or if it was a dog, then it could be a nice hot dog. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> but it's in the boiler room. It's like, I, I was thinking boiler rooms in the basement, but they're saying rafters. And so I'm picturing like up in the attic. And well, like, no, your boiler room would be in the basement, but you know how your floor, if it's not finished, your floor joists are just kind of hanging out there. Right. It, it may have been unfinished and it may just have been up up amongst the, the joists. I mean, like in my basement, I mean, I have a drop ceiling and my cats somehow get up on top of the drop ceiling. They run around in the ceiling. I'm surprised I don't have any lottery stories for us this week. Well, I ran across them. <laughs> you ran out of them. Right? Yeah. I, I did. I, you know, I wasn't going to do this story, but I, you know, I was like, oh, this, I got to see what this is because the headline was silly. I was like, yeah. uh, uh, these two guys, English guys, broke a world record uh, of <laughs> riding a scooter. It's, I could have said riding a scooter in a car um, to raise money for charities. I'm like, how can you ride a scooter in a car? I'm thinking of a scooter a like a skateboard scooter like my grandsons have. Yeah. And as I started reading the story, they're like, oh, a scooter, a motorized scooter with a homemade sidecar oh. attached to it. I go, oh, okay. And so then it's like, okay. So that's kind of funny. But I thought they were riding a scooter yeah. around the side of a car, like maybe a train car or something or a scooter with a sidecar, maybe it's what they said. Right, right. It was like, but it didn't sound that way coming across my phone with my voiceover speaking. It sounds funny sometimes. You, what did that say? I got to read oh. that. Story. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. And so, but they did read they in that story though. Just to you know, finish up with that one there a little bit. They they rode that scooter thirty nine thousand miles, and they raised. Uh, no, I think they raised $39,000. Hmm. Uh, they rode this scooter across five continents and 35 different countries. Oh, wow. I think they raised $39,000 for We should do something like that. Different. <laughs> we, we should put on, yeah. a, put on a fundraiser to raise funds for the podcast so we can buy our $750,000 web domain. Well, I got to get more money.
still out there. <laughs> Don't sure. yeah. right. Uh-oh. Come on, Alice. Let's hide our piggy bank. I'll hide my money purse. I'll hide my annuity. And I'll hide the silverware so we can't all stop. I, oh, I do have a louder story. Well, I have one last one here. It's called Plenty of Overhead in This Market, Betting on Drone Races. And uh, Atlantic City, New Jersey, uh, people will bet on almost anything. Here's a new one. A major sports bookie is taking bets on drone races. And it's just what it sounds like. The remote control airplanes, and they go buzzing around and race. <laughs> like horse races or dog races or whatever, but they're drones flying around. So, like I said, I tried to keep my story short this week because, you know, last week. The That's like, kind of long. Then it's like, <laughs> could you like the, the, the uh, roller derby kind, you know, just crash in, demolition derby. Yeah, like, like a Johnny <laughs> West cartoon whenever a race bandit flies that biplane behind that German dude and starts buzzing off his tail. <laughs> but my quick lotto story, my quick lotto story is right now, at the time that we're recording, the Mega Millions jackpot for tonight being Tuesday is $615 million and the Powerball tomorrow is $550 million. and so I plan to win them both so nobody else buy no more tickets. Now I understand. It's a matter of more money, huh? Well, we expected it and we despise you for it. Yeah, so, so whenever <laughs> someone buys tickets and wins that you need to apply some of that stimulated money and stimulate us with our podcast there. Yeah. If I went I'll stimulate a bunch of people. Yeah. I'll help people out. Remember I said that. Oh, well. I remember that you said that. No. I won't stop you. That's six hundred and fifteen tacos, man. Well, shall we take a break? Move on here? We're back. We'll just, let's do our top ten with Terry. The tantalizing tidbits, topics of the yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have a list. I have a list this week of ten. There's a lots more than ten, but I just got ten. Ten stupid things that people ask blind people, and the responses from blind people. Back to the stupid people's questions. That's not the word you used every time before the podcast. Oh. <laughs> I know. I cleaned it up and said smart. Instead of smart. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Squeeze it in there anyway. Thanks. Um, okay, well, we'll get started. These are like when you're you know, walking down the street in a plane, train, automobile, in a restaurant, just relaxing. Yeah. Um, in public anywhere. One. Have you been blind all of your life? Not yet. Two. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> blind people have excellent hearing, right? Pardon me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
breed. Is is that a seeing eye dog? Uh, no, it's a drug sniffing dog, and I'm a undercover agent disguised as a blind person. Yeah, there I go. <laughs> Four. Is that a Labrador Retriever? Nope, it's a Dachshund. <laughs> right. <laughs> Number. It's a pug. He's in the under disguise too. Five. As a comment, I would just have to kill myself if I went blind. Blind person. Whoa. What are you waiting for? <laughs> Why wait? <laughs> Six. Comment from dog while working. You are so beautiful. Handler, thank you, but I well, am taken. I, I've said that plenty of times. <laughs> Seven. Those dogs are pretty smart, aren't they? No, we just get around by pure luck. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's it. Eight. Did you go behind by accident? No, I did it on purpose. <laughs> yeah. No, I did it on purpose. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> that would be something fun to do. Nine. In a restaurant, uh, the dog's laying under the table, and the waitress comes up and says, Would your dog like anything? And you say, Why don't you ask him? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> no, nope, he's right. fine. Ten. While walking around in harness, why are you walking your dog with a broken back? Yeah, I heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, there's ten. Ten no, stupid. There a response to that or what? Nope. <laughs> I left that one open. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that. Before. What's that thing on your dog? Is it, is it back broken? No. And so I didn't know if you guys had any other ones. I know there's plenty of other ones. Um, when I was out getting my guide dog, uh, I was walking through the mall, and my instructor, of course, they follow you everywhere. Some woman, he said, was chasing me because she wanted to pet my dog, and I just kept walking. Hmm. He goes, she was running behind you. I was like, I wasn't running. I was just walking with my guide dog. And he goes, she ran past him and ran up. We're not moving, Matisse. We're staying right here. Unhitch the dog. There, but yeah, the lady came running up from behind me and wanted to pet my dog. And I told her, no, I was working right now. I wasn't really working like people think working. But, you know, when you're using your dog, that's what we call working your dog. Well, yeah, the dog is working. But that's sure. about it. Yeah. Does your dog bite? He only bites stupid people. Does your dog bite? Are no. you stupid? <laughs> you know, he's going to bite you. Are you stupid? He only bites people that, that taste good. Time for, time for our Hi. anchor topic. And this week, I like to try to do you know, various broad areas of why people have rehab. This week, we're back to talking about computers. What's a computer technology? It covers a wide range. Yeah, you won't hear much from me because that's over my head. <laughs> well, then are you there? <laughs> when you don't have it turned on, it's just a big, heavy paper. It's, it's, it's like a halo; it just hovers over your head. Wow! When it's not yeah. turned on, it's on your desk, and it's just one big paperweight. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, yeah, that happens a lot of times. People will go to a rehab facility and they get issued the device off on a computer. Then they forget how to use it. It becomes a big paperweight, takes up space. Uh, but they're really handy. Uh, I, I, I spend a lot of time on my computer doing we know. things. <laughs> Slicing and dicing audio <laughs> productions a couple times a week. Keith would uh, die if he didn't have a computer. I have <laughs> web pages that I maintain. Got the earbud in his ear all the time. Looks exactly. like a CIA. I've been rebuilding one for some people. It's about 98% done. They should be ready to go live here soon. I get a meeting and talk from tomorrow about it. But yeah, uh, the, even somebody who's not like a super high-powered computer user, I mean, uh, they're handy. I mean, a computer basically just a big memory-holding device, and it remembers what you want to. You, you want to write a document, write letters, write email, stores them. Uh, you can interact, interface with it. It's a big, giant calculator, too. Yeah, I mean, that's really what the word computer means, is to compute, to calculate. Uh, and that's really all it does, is it handles a bunch of ones and zeros and calculates. And Most people think that a computer, they don't realize that you can use it. It's got an onboard cal calculator. They just think yeah. that it's a big thing to play solitaire on. Yeah, it's a giant <laughs> deck of cards. That's what it's for. <laughs> Have you ever tried to play solitaire using uh, voice like not, not recently. It's not recently. I have, but not recently. Yeah, it, it kind of comes on my and, phone. Well, on the on the laptop, it, it kind of comes and goes. Originally, the original Solitaire back in the Windows three point one days, which kind of carried over to XP and Vista, it, it was sort of accessible, but it was kind of clunky. And then they changed things and made it a little bit better. Then they made it worse. And there's other solitaire games like Spider Solitaire that are just not doable at all. So it's really yeah. difficult when it comes to solitaire and using strictly voices. But your telephone is a computer too, right? Yeah. It, it really is, yeah. Especially, I can print from my phone. I've done it before. Even if your phone's not a smartphone, there, there's an awful lot. If you lot. go to blindfold games... Blind in the app store. Yeah, Blindfold yeah. Games has a solitaire card that's really accessible. Yeah. yeah. Right. Anything that the blindfold I play solitaire a lot. Has, anything that Blindfold Games produces is designed to be accessible. You like to play pig dice. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's quite, uh, my Farkle game. Yeah, Dice World. Dice World. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. And yep. there's there's other accessible games. Since we're on this topic, this is a good good direction to go. I had no idea because it's such a broad topic. I don't really play a lot of games, although there are like zombie shoot 'em up kind of games and yeah. uh, you know walking through maze type games like Zelda or something. Games. Hmm? I mean, even on kitchen sink games, they have the game like Monopoly that. Blind people, you can play Monopoly of the Game of Life. I, I like to play those, you know. Yeah. And, and Kitchens Inc. is for Windows PC systems. Right. You really can't play it on your iPhone. Right. But on your iPhone, then you have the one Jill said, Blindfold Games. They got a lot of games on that you can 
choose from. Right. <laughs> Either one of those, you know, yes. it's got 30 something games or so. Yeah. So for me, people, was, even us blind people can be <laughs> entertained. <laughs> yeah. And uh, there's definitely a, a lot of ways to make games accessible and play. I always used to like to do crosswords, but it's really hard to find a crossword game that's really accessible. Uh, for a little while, there was one that worked on Seven little words. Huh? Seven little words, she said. Seven little words on your iPhone. Look for that. Okay. But yeah, similar to a crossword puzzle or something? to do them well. Is that similar to a crossword puzzle then? Seven little words? There's seven words. It gives you seven clues like your crossword puzzle. And then at the bottom of your screen is a bunch of tiles with two to three, four letters on each tile in order. And you have to try to figure out how these tiles go together so to make the like word that fits up in the... What they call it, Sudoku or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know you guys have mentioned... But it is here. good. Um, and now the one that makes pig dice is, is like a suite of games, as I recall. And it, it jobs are different, like uh, Yahtzee and pig dice and some other ones. Yahtzee is one that's pretty easy to make accessible. I, I used to like to play when I could see. Yeah, I used Sparkle. Do, yeah. I used to like to do word search when, when I could see. And what, we had all the letters, and you had to find the words in there. I used to like those, but yeah, I think those would be kind of difficult. Using. Yeah, I don't think this you can. That's would be extremely hard to do. You'd have to have a lot, a lot of concentration on what letters are where. And who. Yeah, go from column to column, diagonal. You would, yeah, take a lot of mental. That's when you can bring in though. I found a. I don't remember what it was called, but it was. It gives you a big long word, supercalifragilistic or whatever, and you got to go through and find words using those letters. So that would be kind of similar to a word search. But I don't remember what that game was called. Yeah. And there's a word for uh, rearranging of the letters to make other words, but I can't think of what, the, what that is. Uh, an anagram where you rearrange letters to make different words. There's boggle. Boggle. Boggle is kind of like that. Yeah. And, and now sometimes you have to be careful because you get a game like Boggle, which you would think would be fairly easy, but it's done with the graphics. And you look at the screen, it just says graphic, 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 graphic. Oh, come on, people. <laughs> I want to play the word game. Give me the words to play with, not graphics. Well, once again, Blindfold Games has it, but they have to change it. Instead of Boggle, they call it Biggle, B-I-G-G-L-E. Uh, yeah, there's probably I guess some, something uh, to do with copywriting. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's just like what they said on this other. It's called Mario Brothers. It's not Mario Bros. <laughs> yeah. We have to call it Mario Bros because it's on the computer. Nintendo calls it Mario Brothers because it's copyrighted. Yeah. Hmm. Mr. James Kennison had a big old rant about that on his podcast. I can't stand it. They call it Mario Bros. It's like, because it's on the computer. I was going to call him and tell him that, but maybe he'll hear it on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> and they'll approve that we've become somebody. Ah. 
Yeah, <laughs> side trail, bunny trail. We, our download stats are kind of hanging in there pretty good. So thanks for listeners for keeping with us. Yeah, thank uh, you, listeners. Thank you. Keep, keep on sharing with I think we have people. two now. <laughs> yeah, besides us, yeah. <laughs> um, I think our numbers are a little higher than that. But yeah, they're a little we, higher than that. We don't that. have no reviews yet or nothing, but... Uh, but yeah, tell, tell us. But you can uh, use your computer back on top. Use your computer or your your computer device and give us a rating. Check it out. Download us. Download us and listen. Uh, subscribe to our podcast. Yay. Send us an email. Visit the website. You can listen right from the website. People say on your computer. How do I, how do I listen to? I don't have a podcatcher. <laughs> visit the webpage that sounds funny dot com. every show has a player built right into it. Just open the yeah. show notes. Click the player. Easy and to do. We have, you know, like, uh, on the computers, we, you know, it's talking about computers. We, you, I'm, I belong to the Illinois Council of the Blind, and they're, we're talking about maybe doing an online virtual convention coming up. And I'm like, there's a lot of people in this area where I am, the blind people are old. And they don't even have email, let alone a computer. They don't even play. They play solitaire with a deck of cards. They don't know how you're supposed to put the cards into the computer. You know, it's like, yeah. You know, the little spot on the side is <laughs> where the floppy disk used to go. <laughs> and that was placed by the, by the CD-ROM, just sticking a card in there. The door yeah. opens, just stick it in, it eats it. <laughs> Spins it around. Yeah. Well, that's the cup holder, you know, the the floppy disk was for the slot for the putting the cards in. Yeah. And so, yeah, there's lots of games. Uh, just because you're blind doesn't mean you can't play games. So lots of different tips. Like I said, there are some shoot 'em up games. There's a, even an air hockey game, which I've never quite got the hang of. You can use your yeah. iPhone to play air hockey with. It's kind of neat. But I always thought it was better, like, playing them on a computer because then you have your regular keyboard because you use, like, your up and down, left, right arrows and your space bar, whereas on your iPhone, it's like you don't seem to have that many controls. <laughs> you know? um, yeah, because I, I, playing games you is – swipe a, back and forth. No. You take your index, if you're going to run down the street, you take your index finger and middle finger and touch the screen and make it like it's walking down the screen. <laughs> well, for, for example, there was a zombie I had on my phone for a while, and the way you, you shot at the zombies was you held your phone you know, flat in front of you, and then you put your finger on the phone, and you pulled it back like you're pulling pulling back on a bow and arrow, and then you're like, right. and that would that would be shooting. And you just kept, you lift your finger. Yeah, lift your yeah, finger up because it has, I guess, motion detectors and stuff circuits in your phone. If you if you turn left, turn right, uh, you'd be shooting left or right. And it was I guess that's the same because it's like it seems to be the same like if you're playing a bowling game or golf or baseball. You know, you pull, slide back on the screen, you let go, and it just, you know, right. goes forward better, but it's like, yeah. Okay. So, so there's ways that they... That is... Huh? 
Quite that general. is one thing that they tell you whenever you start a new game, you have to read your hand gestures, read your uh, owner's manual like, you know, for a game that teach you the different swipe means this or double swipe or double tap. Each thing has its own, you know, movement or motion. Its own function. And if you don't know that, then you're not going to be able to play your game. Yeah, and often they'll give you a sample, like a, a trial round, like a testing round, could test out the gesture now. Uh, you know, do this to bowl, do this to shoot the zombie, and you just repeat. Yeah. Does take it the hang of the moves? Okay, you're ready for your first mission or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, it's too much information. Uh, yeah, that's a lot of information, and you just have to kind of <laughs> find something that sounds appealing, and don't be afraid to try it out. I mean, uh, uh, and the apps are often the apps are free. Uh, you might have to go out on a limb and spend a whole dollar sometimes. <laughs> they should put an app store on the computers. They, they do. I mean, Windows does have an app store now. and there is I guess that would do for... fall under like the Google stuff and like Google Play. You know, you can go to, can you put Google Play on your desktop and, and, and download well, stuff? Google Play is for Android and like Google tablets and stuff. Uh, Windows does have its own app store for Windows 10. And Macintosh has had a, a, a Apple store for a while. Um, I'm yeah. looking for an Apple TV myself. <laughs> yeah, I don't know anything about that. Maybe you can be our expert on that and talk about it next time. We we couldn't find our remote control for our Apple TV because it's so stinking tiny. It is so little. Uh, I'm just saying. Uh, it's like a Wrigley's five-pack stick of gum. Oh, That's, yeah. It's a little bit bigger than that, but it, it's teeny tiny like that. It got lost, and so we had no way to turn our, our box on, on or off. All we could do is unplug the power cord and plug it back in the wall and turn it on, oh. you know. And so I called Apple to try to see how much could I get a replacement remote for. And they said, you don't really need to. Um, you can go to, it's as easy as going into your control panel. If you touch at the top of your screen, you swipe up, three-finger swipe up and go into your control panel. At the very bottom of the list is an Apple TV remote. Oh. And so you just have to go in there and turn it on or, or double tap on it. And then the, the actual same thing that's on the Apple remote is on your screen. However, there's no power button. <laughs> So oh. we're back. We're back to square one. It's like there's no power button on here. I told the Apple guy, which button are you supposed to use? <laughs> it's made so you never have, you have to, to turn push it the off because it's so exciting. It's like you need to put a power button <laughs> on the box itself. Power cord comes into this box. It sits there on your stand. It's got an HDMI cord that goes to the TV. That's all there is to it. It's got a charging cord to. Re to re well, re maybe their idea is it's not supposed to ever be turned off. Like you're, you know, so there's right. some devices. It's got some really cool screensavers too. When you just leave it on, it's just it's like a bunch of fish and jellyfish all over the screen. They say, huh. "I was like, oh, cool. I wish I could hmm. see it." <laughs> yeah, really. Do we have any emails? Yeah. Somebody sent a letter. I actually have a letter from a listener. But I do have this. Yeah. In a country so deeply apparatus rooted, 
It's an issue that's unlikely to go away, whatever the heck that means. Uh, some think yeah. it's only expectation possible. Only Brazilians. What? Malaria not <laughs> associated with the far right. Wow, I haven't got a clue what in the world that means. I, th I think someone that just did their message that they want everybody to be peaceful. I, I think somebody population. just did that random <laughs> word thing on your phone whenever you just have an auto fill the next word. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that. Yeah. Just take the next word and the next word to keep doing it. Yeah. But yeah, that is the actual thing yeah. that came across my email. So, yeah. We so need if, some if, if listeners, stories, don't want to, listeners, if you know a story, send it to us. Yeah. If, if listeners don't want to hear lousy letters like that one, send us a real letter, please. Yeah, I heard <laughs> make it much. <laughs> oh man so here we go for our final thoughts does anyone have any final thoughts this week yeah computers are only as smart as those people use them <laughs> well, well uh, mine is when I see Lever's name is carved in tree I don't think it's cute I just find it strange how many people have knives on a date? <laughs> That's a good one. Take a knife who, on a date. And who had the knife? Was it the guy or the girl? <laughs> it depends on who did the carving, I guess. Mm. Here's another a bonus have one. have to check here. the penmanship. I ate okay. salad for dinner. Well, mostly croutons and tomatoes. Well, really just one big round crouton covered with tomato sauce and cheese. Fine. <laughs> it was a pizza. I ate a pizza, <laughs> all right? <laughs> yeah, I, I ate a salad pizza. That's a, that's a combination, everything. Supreme, <laughs> supreme oh. ruler. Anywho, I like that salad that, we had for dinner. That sounds good. <laughs> that is a show for the week. So this is the part where we like to wrap it up and maybe cue the music up and say our final words. Yeah, cue the music. This we need more funny. We need more funny. Need we more money. Need more funny. Money. funny. <laughs> but not the funny money. Uh, this is your host signing Don't off. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Protests are stupid. Send us ratings and reviews. Send us an email. And here's how you do it from our closing credits right now. Send more money. Send more money. Okay. That sounds funny. TSF at that sounds funny.com. I had to go back and answer a couple text messages. Everybody keeps wanting me today. Yeah. I was like, I'm podcasting. I'll talk to you guys later. <laughs>